thank you Jesus you know I refuse to be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ once I was lost but now I'm found once I was blind but now I see see I'm not ashamed of Jesus there was a time where I said I don't know Jesus I'm not interested in any of that stuff I'm not a Christian I'm, I'm all good and that was the worst five years of my life I was going through things that people had no clue I was going through because I would smile when I was around everybody but meanwhile I was in a place of depression a place of severe anxiety there were times where I would be lying in bed and I would feel my heart it literally felt like I was gonna have a heart attack there were times where I'd wake up and I'd feel a choking around my neck and I don't know if it's because at the time I would smoke like 25 cigarettes a day that didn't help either I was in the worst place possible but God never left me there came a time at my cousin's 13th birthday party or 14th birthday party and I encountered Jesus and I was set free at that very moment and you know what at, at that very moment I made a vow to the Lord and I said Lord Jesus I will never be ashamed of you I will never shut my mouth I will never turn away I will never give up because you are for me you are not against me and I feel it in my heart that there's even people watching right now and you can feel it the Lord is tugging on your heart and he is saying come home my child come home my child I'm waiting I'm knocking on the door of your heart but he can't force himself on you you must make the decision you must make a choice to say Lord Jesus I lay it all aside I want you I want to know you I don't want this thing of trying to be popular trying to be acceptable trying to conform to culture I want to conform to Christ right now in the name of Jesus Christ the Lord is calling you home young person the Lord is calling you home right now whether you're young or whether you're old whatever you may be he's calling you right now this is your moment not tomorrow this is your moment right here and right now you're watching this you gave your life to Jesus once before but during everything that's been taking place right now you backslid you gave up on the call you gave up on everything you said what's the use I'm out and you backslid number two you're listening to this right now you've been a Christian you've been watching online church not really been able to go to church but you've been faithful you're tithing and you're sowing and you're doing everything that the Lord's telling you to do but the devil keeps lying the devil's got a big mouth but he's got no power he's got a big mouth and today tonight this afternoon whatever time it might be where you're watching this this is your moment to silence his voice this is your moment right now to confirm it in your heart that you are saved and number three whether you're watching this right now you've never heard the gospel preached before you've never heard this message before you want to give your life to Jesus this call is for you right here and right now lift up your hands the Bible says believe in your heart confess with your mouth and as I say this prayer short prayer but powerful prayer I want you to repeat it after me whether you have your whole family sitting with you right now at the table and you're like does this person they don't maybe they don't know that I'm not saved I need to pray this prayer I need to do this right now do it be bold stand up and say I'm praying this prayer I'm making my life right with Jesus I'm not going any further into 2021 without the Lord on my side. Because when the Lord's on your side, 
victory becomes your portion. So right now, if you want to pray that prayer, lift up your hands, repeat this after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for me and that you rose again and that you're coming back soon. Jesus, I confess that I've sinned against you. But right now, I repent of all of my sin. I turn away and I turn to you. Come into my heart, wash me, cleanse me. Let me never be the same again. In Jesus' name, give me a hunger to preach your word, to win the lost at any cost. In Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen, and Amen, and Amen, and Amen, and Amen. You just made the best decision that you've ever made. You know, often we, we'll be at church and you hear the pastor say that. I remember I used to sit at the back and I'd hear them say that and I'd be like, oh, whatever. But until you make the decision and you experience that transformation in your heart, it's the best decision you could have ever made. Your life will never be the same again in Jesus' name. Now you can, as a child of the Most High God, as a new creation in Christ Jesus, you can say that the best is ahead of me. You can say boldly, no wicked thing can come near me. You can say that this is going to be the greatest year I've ever had. You can say that this year I'm going to walk in prosperity. That this year I'm going to walk in success. Why? Because God is for you. And if God is for you, tell me what? That's what I love about the Bible. Tell me what? Question mark. What could be against you if God is for you? If you prayed that prayer right now, I want you to write in the comment section, I'm saved. And all of you that are watching online in the comment section, if you haven't shared this yet, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Share this feed with someone. Tag somebody in the comment section. Somebody needs to hear the gospel. Somebody needs to hear this word right here and right now. I want you to tag them right now quickly in the comment section. And even as I was saying, if you prayed that prayer, I want you to shoot us an email. Send us an email. You can even go onto our website, nxt.tv, the nxt.tv. Scroll all the way to the bottom and send us your testimony. Say, I prayed that prayer. I'm born again. We want to connect with you. You don't have to go do life by yourself. We want to do life with you. The best is ahead of you in Jesus' name. If you believe it, shout amen in the comment section. Right in the comment section, or should I call it the chat? I don't know. <laughs> Type it in the chat. <laughs> I'm saved, and the best is ahead of me. And if you were born again while you're watching this, declare it with me boldly. Because when you decree a thing, it will be established. The best is ahead of me. Why? Because you serve a living God. The best is ahead of me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, Nathan, the best is ahead of you. You know, even last night, I'll tell you, I'll do it in front of the whole world. As I was praying last night, I saw you. And I felt the Lord told me that what you've seen take place in your life, even with this new job, even with the increase in pay, it's just the beginning. The favor of God rests upon your life in such a strong way. It's just the beginning. Get ready. Get ready. It's not by chance that you've been put in that school. God's going to use you so mightily. People are going to admire you because of your humility. God's getting ready to lift you up higher than He's ever lifted you before because of your heart. You know, when I think of you, I think of David. God's about to lift you high, high. And I'm telling you, your life is going to be a testimony in Jesus' mighty name. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready in Jesus' name.
Hallelujah. Praise God. We serve a living God, not a dead God. Hey, we're excited to have you with us today or tonight or this afternoon or wherever you might be watching. Where else would you want to be besides right here, right now for the next live? See, God gave me a word for you. I'm not going to be long, but I believe that this is for somebody tonight or today or this afternoon or this morning, <laughs> wherever you're watching. See, the Bible says in John chapter 16 and verses 33, that in this world you will have trials and you will have tribulations. You see, people like to read that scripture. It's a well-known portion of scripture. They like to read it and then they like to stop there. Jesus said, in this life I will have trials and I will have tribulations. All right, defeat, shop. I'm just going to live defeated. Jesus told me I'm going to, trials and tribulations, what I'm going to have, I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to face. This is just the Christian life. No. Yes, Jesus said, in this life you will have trials. You will have tribulations. But he said something very important. He said, but, he said, but take heart, for I have overcome. See, Jesus has overcome. Jesus has overcome. <laughs> Jesus has overcome. The head of the body, Christ is the head of the body. We're the body of Christ. He is the head. If Jesus has overcome, who is the head, then so has the body. The head can't be seated in victory without the body. He has overcome. See, I want you to realize something that that is your reality. That is your reality. Victory, being an overcomer, being a more than a conqueror. But I want you to understand something, and this is very important. You will only experience the reality of an overcomer by faith. As I operate in faith, by faith, according to the Word of God, I am enabled to operate as an overcomer in this world. Yes, there are circumstances taking place right now. Yes, there's difficulties taking place right now. Yes, there's trials and tribulations. But as you live by faith, that portion of Scripture where it says, but I have overcome, that becomes your reality. That becomes your experience. That becomes the revelation that you walk in. Your reality is that of an overcomer. But you will only ever experience that reality when you begin to live by faith. Without faith, you will never be effective in the kingdom of God. It's a prerequisite to be effective in the kingdom. That was the Holy Ghost because I don't have that in my notes. You want to be effective in the kingdom of God? Faith. Not faith in faith. Faith in God. See, we've got to walk in this reality. We've got to walk in this and operate in this revelation. We've got to walk in it all the days of our lives. I'm an overcomer. I am more than a conqueror. And as you begin to operate by faith, as you begin to read the Word and walk according to the Word, you become a sign and you become a wonder. People will wonder how. <laughs> how are they prospering in such hard times? You'll become a wonder as you operate by faith. And you see, operating by faith, walking according to the Word of God, it will cause for a mark to come upon you. See, to be marked means this, and I want to read it to you. To be marked means to be clearly noticeable, to be distinct, to be clear. <laughs> 
as I live by faith and as you live by faith, it will be clearly noticeable that you serve a living God. It will be distinct upon your life that you serve the living God. It's faith that brings forth that mark. I want you to type in the comment section, I'm marked. Write it in capital letters, I am marked. I am marked. I am marked. Man, that, that's just been in my spirit for the last three days. I am marked. I'm marked by victory. I'm marked by everything that His Word says. I'm marked by the reality of God's Word. I am marked. It's clearly noticeable that I serve a living God. <laughs> when people see you and you are marked because you operate by faith, it will be clearly noticeable that you serve a living God. It's not hard to tell who is a true Christian, who is a true follower of Jesus, who is a true son and daughter of the Most High God. You will know them by their fruit, the Bible says. From this day forward, in the name of Jesus Christ, your life shall be clearly noticeable that you serve God as you make the decision even right now to step out and to step into the fullness. Your life shall be marked by faith. Your life shall be marked by victory. Your life shall be marked by triumph. Your life shall be marked by prosperity. Your life shall be marked by success. That's what brings glory to God. God is not glorified in our prosperity, our pastor loves to say. He is glorified in our prosperity. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Just receive right now. Receive it. Receive it. Hallelujah. 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 Receive it. Some of you are receiving fresh strength even right now. You're receiving fresh strength from heaven. Even as I was praying this week, preparing for this, I felt it very strong in my heart that there's people that are tuning in tonight, right now. You've thought about giving up. You've thought about throwing in the towel. You thought that you've been surrounded and outnumbered. Even as you gave your life to Jesus, I want you to know this. As a child of God, when you serve the living God, you can never be outnumbered. You can never be surrounded. When God's on your side, the whole of hell can be against you. You can still not be outnumbered. You can still not be defeated. Man, when you catch that into your heart, everything about you begins to change. There's no time to give up. Have faith in God. There's no time to throw the towel in. Have faith in God. There's no time to throw it up, throw it and draw back and give up and grow weary. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. See, yes, in this world, you're going to face some challenging things. You're going to face some challenging times. But the marked ones respond differently. The marked ones are not like everybody else. The marked ones operate in the realm of faith. They operate and walk in the supernatural. And I felt it of the Lord tonight to show you an example of this. Turn with me quickly. 2 Kings chapter 6, and I want you to go down to verses 16. 
2 Kings chapter 6, and I want you to get down to verses 16. And I want you to highlight it in your Bible. And I'm going to give you some context as to what was taking place. And I'm going to read it relatively quickly. Because I want you to understand something. That in this world, you are going to face challenges. You are going to have to deal with things. But when you have a revelation that God is for you. And that the greater one is on the inside of you. You will never operate in a place of defeat. You will never operate in a place of lack. You will still be able to walk in the fullness. You will still be able to walk in the reality of an overcomer. Because faith in God makes it available. 2 Kings chapter 6, I want to read this to you. The Bible says the following from verses 8. I'm going to read all the way down to verses 16. Stick with me. When the king of Aram was at war with Israel, he would confer with his officers, saying what? I feel like walking around. Saying what? We will mobilize our forces at such and such a place. But immediately Elisha, the man of God, would warn the king of Israel, do not go near that place, for the Arameans are planning to mobilize their troops there. So the king of Israel would send word to the place indicated by the man of God time and again. Elisha would warn the king so that he would be on the alert there. The king of Aram became very upset over this. He called his officers together and demanded, which one of you is a snitch? Because snitches get stitches. <laughs> I had to put it in. The Bible doesn't say that. People are probably thinking, what, is this? what, what translation is this man reading in? <laughs> now translation. There we go. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Which of you is a traitor? Who has been informing the king of Israel of my plans? It's not us, my lord, the king. One of the officers replied, Elisha, the prophet in Israel, tells the king of Israel everything that we speak of in the privacy of your own bedroom even. This is the now translation, in case you didn't know. Go and find out where he is, the king commanded, so I can send troops to seize him. And the report came back, Elisha is at Dothan. So one night, the king of Aram sent a great army, not just an army, a great army. Everyone say great army. They sent forth a great army with many chariots, not just some chariots, but many chariots and horses to surround the city. Now I want to I zone in here. I want to zoom in here. Shout zoom in. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Listen to this, verses 15. When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Now listen to how the response is from the servant. The servant says something very significant. He says, oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elisha. Think about this. He's facing an impossible situation. He begins to stress out. What are we going to do? A great army is surrounding us. It's late. We're in trouble. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. If it happened in 2020, it's a wrap, it's over. What are we going to do, man of God? Hear the man of God, how he replies. The man of God says what? Do not be afraid. See, in other translations in the King James says, do not fear. You do know, do not fear appears in the Bible nearly 365 times, a, I almost said times a day, 365 times. Tell yourself every single day, do not fear. 
It might appear that a great army is surrounding you. It might look like an impossible situation. But declare, do not fear. Elisha told him, for there are more on our side than there is on theirs. Tonight I declare upon your life, I declare to your situation, I declare to that demon that's trying to harass you, there is more with you than there is with them. Your impossible situation that is surrounding you, there is more for you than there could ever be against you. Do not fear. That's how a marked one responds. That's how a marked one responds. You know, we always say, Jade always says, you respond by faith and react by fear, right? Elisha was responding by faith. The servant was reacting by fear. Oh goodness, what? Oh, snap. Oh, it's a wrap. It's over for me. But when a man of faith is in the house, when a woman of faith is in the house, do not fear, for there is more with us than there is with them. Listen to this. <laughs> there is more with us than there is with them. That's been in my spirit. Whew, there's more with you than there is with them. Thank you, Jesus, that there is more with us. Then Elisha prayed, Oh Lord, open his eyes and let him see. So the Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and with chariots. What happened? The servant was operating by sight. The man of God was operating by faith. See, faith in God, it's all you need. <laughs> See, we've got a supernatural faith that supersedes every natural circumstance. See, if you live by sight, you'll see the natural, but you'll miss out on the supernatural. In the natural, it might look like you're surrounded by an impossible situation. It might look like your family is struggling financially. But as you rise up inside, as you say, I am a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. I am mocked by God. I don't walk by what the, what the natural is dictating. I walk by the supernatural, by what the Word of God says. And when I say what God says, and when I see things how God sees, I can never be wrong. And when God is on my side, how can I ever lose? Because if God is for you, tell me what could be against you. What could be against you when God is for you? Your impossible situation, child of God, is turning around right now as you determine in your heart that I'm going to be marked by faith. I'm going to walk according to the word, not according to sight. I'm not going to be like the servant of the prophet. I'm going to be like the prophet. I'm going to see into the supernatural. That's the highest truth. Facts can change. The truth remains the same. The natural, it might have looked like they were surrounded. They were in trouble. A great army was there. But the man of God says, Lord, open this oak's eyes. Show this boy what's happening actually. We're not outnumbered. We're not surrounded. My army surrounds the army that thinks they've surrounded me. They think they've outnumbered me. When God is on your side, it's all you ever need. There is more for you than there could ever be against you. Let faith rise up in your heart right now in Jesus' mighty name. 
Refuse to live in a place of defeat. Refuse to accept the status quo. Refuse to accept that you're always going to be bound by addiction, that you're never going to be good enough, that you're never going to amount to anything, that you're always going to be a left on the side, that you're never going to own that company, that you're never going to work in a proper business, that you're never going to be a lawyer, that you're never going to do anything significant. Choose today to believe the Lord. Choose today to be marked by God because being marked in this hour will set you apart from everybody else. It will set you apart. It'll become clearly noticeable that you serve the living God. Hallelujah. I don't have time to go into it, but you can go into yourself. 1 Samuel chapter 17, another marked person, David. A man after God's own heart. He was mocked. When he heard the taunts of that uncircumcised Philistine, he said, say what? What is this dumb Philistine uncircumcised thing saying? The Bible says for 40 days, Goliath would come out and taunt twice a day. That's 80 times in total. He would taunt a nation. He would taunt a whole nation and they would all retreat. But one day, Jesse sent his son, a marked one of God, who had a heart for God. <laughs> he sent his son, David. And when David was delivering the groceries, like Amazon or like whatever, he was delivering the groceries there. And he saw that his brothers were in the rank and he was there and he heard something. He heard someone taunting the nation of Israel. I want you to understand something. David was a man after God's own heart. It means he was a man of faith. And a marked one, when somebody hears something contrary, we respond by faith. I'm not going to react and feel like the whole nation of Israel and run away. David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is he? I'll take him out. I just think of it like David, like being this big, and he's like, you're holding him back. Like, hey, David, just chill. Relax, relax. Hey, hey. David's like, I will take that big thing out because the same God who delivered me from the bear, the same God that delivered me from the lion is the same God that's going to give that uncircumcised Philistine to me. David was marked. Choose to be marked today. Choose to operate in the realm of faith. Because when you step into that reality, when that Goliath comes running at you, when that situation comes running at you, you're not going to be like the nation of Israel at that moment where they ran away. You're going to be like David and step forward and run at that thing and take out that rock and send it flying and hit him in the head and knock him out. And then take his own sword and cut his head off. The Bible says this, 1 Samuel chapter 17 verses 48. This stuck out to me as Goliath moved closer to attack. David quickly ran out to meet him. That's faith. Faith moves forward. Faith doesn't move backwards. Marked men and marked women will move forward. Nothing about your life shall go back in this hour. As you determine in Jesus' mighty name to be a man and woman of faith, you shall press on forward. You shall possess the prize. And while you are running the race of faith and fighting the good fight of faith, get ready because you're going to slay giants. Get ready because armies are going to come after you and they're not going to realize that they're actually surrounded because horses and chariots of fire are there. The same God who was with Elisha is the same God that's with you right now. The same God who was with David is the same God that's with you right now. The same God. 
Malachi chapter 3 and verses 6, I am the Lord your God, I changeth not. God does not change. This is tongue in cheek, but I want to read it to you real quickly. Psalm chapter 3. If I can find it in my Bible, Lord Jesus, help me. At least it's not a difficult one to find. Yeah, thank you. Psalm chapter 3, I want to show you something. I want to show you that when you become a marked person, you pray different. Psalm chapter 3, listen to this. And this is what the Lord said to me. He said, when you become a marked man or a marked woman, you pray different. You pray prayers of faith, not weak prayers. Intercontinental ballistic missiles. <laughs> Psalm chapter 3, oh Lord, I have so many enemies, so many are against me, so many are saying God will never rescue me, but you, oh Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory, the one who holds my head up high. I cried out to the Lord and he answered me from his holy mountain. Verse 5, I lay down and slept, yet I woke up in safety. For the Lord was watching over me. The Lord watches over his marked ones. I am not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround me on every side. Arise, O Lord. Write this down. Arise, O Lord. Rescue me, my God. Slap all my enemies in the face. Shatter the teeth of the wicked. Victory comes from you, O Lord. May you bless your people in the name of Jesus Christ. Victory comes upon you right now in Jesus' name. Your life shall be marked by faith.